Welcome to Brand by Design with your host, certified BG5 business consultant, myself, Ashley Brianna Eve. The goal of this podcast is to help you create a clear, consistent, creative, personal brand to help you stand out and get paid for what you are best at. If you are ready to leverage your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business, this is the place. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's always such an honor to have you here, and I'm completely humbled that you choose the Brand by Design podcast to listen to as part of your rotation. So today, we are going to be talking about ADHD, decisions, and the undefined solar plexus. I had talked about ADHD on and off over the years, but not consistently. And I truly believe when we follow our design and when we follow strategy and authority, we always end up exactly where we're meant to be at the exact right time. And this just so happens to be the time where I'm almost a year in. I think, actually, no, at the end of the semester, it will be one year of the differentiation degree with the International Human Design School. So the differentiation degree is a two-year degree for analysts, for certified analysts, and it covers rave psychology as well as the primary health system. And that education has really brought more attention to how ADHD and human design interplay and the similarities and the differences and how we might experience our design from a more neurotypical lens as well as the ADHD lens. Because what you begin to see is that a lot of the not self behaviors, yes, are shadows. Yes, are the not self. Yes, do not help you in building your brand and do not help you in living a life by design. That's just the reality of the situation. However, and (laughs) they are also very frequently ADHD symptoms. And what I've realized through going through the holistic analyst differentiation degree is there needs to be more attention brought to this because more information on human design is not going to help you build a brand by design or a life by design if you're also dealing with ADHD that is undiagnosed or that you're just writing it off as, but this is the shadow in my design. And I know for myself in the beginning of human design and with a lot of my clients that come to me, they're finding themselves bumping up against the quote unquote not self constantly And when we dive in, I've had many clients that end up getting an official ADHD diagnosis in their mid-30s all the way up to mid-40s so far. And for myself, it was in my mid-30s that I was officially diagnosed, even though it was one of those things where we would joke about it my entire life, that I had ADHD. We would joke about it from the time I was a kid. Teachers would suggest that I might have it. I even had a couple doctors offhandedly mention it at certain times of my journey, However, I think for myself, I was always such a high achiever and seemed to be so high functioning and so successful in anything I took on that no one really saw it as a disadvantage or really something to dive deeper into. And taking that personal responsibility and my personal power back, even though I worked as a counselor and I worked in the mental health field, it was also something I didn't really bother to look at because again, I was such a high performer, high achiever that I did not see how it was negatively impacting me until going on that deep dive in my human design journey, which is why I'm also so passionate 
about deconditioning offers, which I do now offer for clients that aren't necessarily looking at it from a brand or business perspective, other than the deconditioning and truly sorting through what's going on is what's going to support creating a brand by design. So I have life by design and brand by design. Just as a little aside here, if a deconditioning offer is something that interests you, I recommend emailing me and my team at support at ashleybrannaeve.com as there is no current sales page for it on my website. That offer tends to get filled simply by people reaching out. So I haven't required a sales page up until this point. So you can email me if that is of interest. However, let's talk about ADHD decisions and the undefined solar plexus today. This is the focus of this episode. And I wanna look at the undefined solar plexus also through the lens of how ADHD may be playing a role in how you're experiencing it. If you know me and you know my podcast, I never have notes, so it's just me following the energy and following what wants to come out at the time. And I will and I do plan on creating a more ADHD and human design specific podcast at some point, which will be more structured (laughs) for those that like a little bit more structure. All right, so let's dive in. This podcast came about from recording a short episode for Brand by Design Quick Bits, which is the sister podcast to Brand by Design. And it's where I just do short episodes. I find when I come into Brand by Design, I'm here for like an episode. (laughs) It's at least 45 minutes. And sometimes what I want to say doesn't take 45 minutes. So I pop that over on Brand by Design Quick Bits, which you can search if you didn't know about that podcast as well. It's a little bit newer. I think we only have six episodes up so far. So I was recording an episode over there on trademarks and trademarking frameworks, slogans, saying, etc. within your personal brand. Now I am going to use that as a lead in and as an example in this longer episode as well, because it gives me some kind of structure within my brain to work from as we move through this. So there are two reasons why trademarks were on the forefront of my mind. Now, if you've worked with me or been in my world, you know that trademarking is something I'm really passionate about. And in my own brand this year, as I went through a bit of a rebrand in 2023 to Brand by Design and the Brand You Blueprint, I was also simultaneously dealing with just chaos Jesus take the wheel type chaos in different areas of my life. And on Instagram stories, I talked about some of the struggles we went through with the animal sanctuary that we run on our property with some farm animals that we took in, as well as some issues we had with chicks. We were sold very sick chicks with a highly contagious disease in the summer, which resulted in us having to call, which is euthanize all 30 chicks. And those are just a couple of things that went wrong, quote unquote, wrong this year, which also led me here because I really believe there's always silver lining. And it was through the struggles this year that I really was able to go deeper in managing my ADHD as a business owner, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur of multiple businesses, of multiple ventures. And so it brought a new depth to my own knowledge, which again, there's a silver lining in everything. Our mess is our message. That's something taught at BG5. Your mess is your message. So it really brought a depth, my 48, to my understanding of all this and to my own studies within all of this. So I'm very grateful for everything we went through. And at the same time, the reality is certain things took a back seat. And one of those things that took a back seat was trademarking slogans and frameworks that I had come up with, which is usually not something I would slack on. 
And two of those were brand by design and the brand you blueprint. Those were two things that I came up with in the rebrand. And how I describe it to my clients is the brand you blueprint allows you to build a brand by design. So I have a certain structure I walk people through. This structure I walked people through in my brand by design mastermind, which is relaunching. We start in December. I'm getting the sales page finalized right now. So we have the brand by design mastermind, which I walk people through in there. And then the brand by design 101 course, which is literally a step-by-step -step guide in creating your brand you blueprint. I even have a workbook called the brand you blueprint, which breaks it down. And recently I've had clients that know me, know my work, and we're in those containers, bringing it to my attention that people that were in those two spaces are now marketing brand you blueprints using BG5 and Gene Keys as well as brand by design. So this wouldn't be the first time that I've had things lifted from my courses. I've had people lift entire courses. And it's one of those things where you also pick your battles over the years and you learn to pick your battles. And yet these two are really important to my brand and they're really important to my business. So yes, I did rush over immediately to the Canadian government website and put the trademark claims on those two terms for my business. Now, why I wanted to talk about this as well is in the past, and even to this day, something that runs through my mind because I don't wanna give a perception that I'm perfect or that now it just comes so easily that I don't struggle with this anymore. So I wanna be very clear that it is going to be likely, especially if you have ADHD plus the openness there, something that you're dealing with over and over again, something that even when you're aligned and you know it's the right step, that little devil on your shoulder, that judge within you still has something to say. And the difference is when we're aware of those patterns and when we're aware of the kind of traps that our mind gets into, whether from ADHD or the body graph or both, we can then bring that to light and actually take our personal power back and have something in place so that we're aware of those traps that we get into, that we're aware of those cycles that we get into. And it's not from a place of shaming ourselves or blaming ourselves, but simply taking back our personal power. That's really what it is. So when in the past, something like this would come up, there's a couple places that this would be massive in how I dealt with this. Now, Number one is my open solar plexus, and I titled it the open solar plexus. So we're going to focus on the solar plexus today in relationship to ADHD and making decisions in your business. So the open solar plexus or the solar plexus in general has the biological correlation to the kidneys, prostate, pancreas, nervous system, and lungs. This is a motor currently However, it is transforming into an awareness center. It is currently undergoing the transformation into an awareness center as we get into 2027. And that's where a lot of confusion comes up where people hear it called a motor and an awareness center. It is technically both right now and it is listed as both within manuals and trainings at the International Human Design School. So the function of the solar plexus is experiencing the full spectrum of emotions, moods, desires, sensitivities, and also seeing our fears through nervousness. So because it is an awareness center, we also experience fears through there. So it'll be emotional fears we are experiencing through the solar plexus. When we're looking at from an undefined state, this is someone that's highly empathetic, which I feel is 
a label we put on ourselves often being ADHD, that you're empathetic, you're intuitive, you can feel others' emotions, which is something that a lot of people say as well with the undefined or open solar plexus. Now, there's also this tendency to avoid emotional decisions, avoid confrontation and truth, playing nice. It's that good girl, good boy energy. I don't want to rock the boat. And also in the not self state, leading a secret life to protect yourself from potential backlash. Now, this is a big one. Actually, all of those are big. However, that last one, that secret life to protect yourself from potential backlash. I feel this comes in and ties into beautifully to ADHD because with ADHD, we can struggle to one, understand the emotions of others and we can find social interactions difficult. As well, we can struggle with confrontation, having ADHD. So when we look at the emotional center, the solar plexus, you are one amplifying someone else's emotions at 200%. 200% you are amplifying the emotions or the emotional energy around you. And then we're layering that on top of someone that already struggles with confrontation. And then you have the open solar plexus, which is already wanting to avoid confrontation, already wanting to avoid truth, already trying to play nice to avoid rocking the boat. Now for myself, something that ties into and is likely correlated to this fear of confrontation and truth is rejection sensitivity. Now growing up, I had really created this identity that I don't need anyone, that I like being a lone wolf, that I'm a rebel without a cause. Yes, even though I have a defined G center, that was something that was very consistent within me. And maybe if you are an ADHD, you can relate to that, you know, that fear of rejection. So you just isolate yourself, you separate yourself. And so something I've struggled with within my life is rejection sensitivity. And this is when you experience severe emotional pain because of a failure or feeling rejected. And it is linked to ADHD and experts suspect that it happens due to differences within our brain. Now, again, when we combine something and there's all kinds of ways ADHD can play a role in this, but I feel like these two pieces are going to be really useful for my audience, for you. So I want to stay concise so we're not here all day. When we're looking at a being with an undefined or open solar plexus that is already sensitive to conditioning of emotions, that is already sensitive to avoiding confrontation and truth, to playing nice, to leading a secret life to protect themselves from backlash, and then we add on the ADHD brain, which potentially, now everyone's going to experience it very differently, of course, however, potentially be experiencing rejection sensitivity and already a fear or struggle with confrontation and truth due to this difference in how you experience emotions, not just of others, but yourself, right? Emotional regulation is huge within ADHD brains. So not only are you struggling with understanding the emotions of others, but also your own many times. We can see how in business, this can create a perfect storm of not making decisions that are in service to your brand, not making decisions that are in service to your business, and not making decisions that are in service essentially, and most importantly, to your health, to your nervous system, because remember the open and undefined solar plexus is linked to your nervous system. So you're not making decisions that support your nervous system, brand, business, or life. You're making decisions to avoid rocking the boat. You're making decisions to play nice. You're making decisions to not 
piss off everyone else. Yet in business, if we're going back to this trademark topic, trademarks and having a trademark and enforcing a trademark will likely piss off people. If someone swipes your stuff or steals your stuff, either intentionally or unintentionally, and you are in a position where you must confront them, there are a lot of potential barriers that we're looking at in getting you to that place. And this is something where I feel two things very strongly, and I want you to really pay attention and hear me with this. One, ADHD is not a superpower. There are a lot of reasons why it's not. We're not gonna get into all of it here. However, research does not support ADHD as a superpower. I do not see it as a superpower. It's like calling the not self a superpower. It's not. It is creating barriers to you living the life you desire, to your health, to relationships, to your business. I do not view ADHD as a superpower. I also don't view it as something that's going to destroy my life. So this is point two. We have our personal power and you can be a victim to your ADHD or you can leverage your strengths and thrive and flourish and create a wildly successful life and business in spite of your ADHD. So one, it is not a superpower. And two, you can thrive, flourish, and build a wildly successful business when you have a growth mindset around your ADHD and leverage your strengths, which is something that I always do with my clients. I'm also certified in positive psychology, so that is something else I bring to the table is leveraging positive psychology and your strengths to flourish and thrive in your brand and in your life. So I wanted to say those two things because what can also happen here is, oh, well, it's just my ADHD. Oh, well, like, no, sorry, I can't confront that person because I have an open solar plexus and it just stresses me out. So we want to build that muscle, of course, so that you can do hard things because you can do hard things. You are not at the mercy of your diagnosis and you are not at the mercy of your body graph. What I want to bring light to is when we start to look at logically and break it down, your habits, your behaviors, your perceptions based on your brain and based on your body graph, we can then create almost the guardrails to keep you on track, to begin building that muscle and to allow you to build a business as a CEO. Because for example, say you create your trademarks and you're like, these are my signature phrases they're my signature sayings. This is my framework. I'm going to create it. Do you have the emotional regulation and do you have that muscle built up to then enforce it? Because enforcing it could very well trigger someone's emotional wave. It likely will. Enforcing it could very well create a legal battle, depending on who's on the other side. I Usually people, if there's a trademark involved, they're going to step down, but you never know, right? So we want to build that muscle as well, because it's not just putting the trademark out there as an example. We're just using this as an example, as an analogy for big decisions in your business that might trigger others. We also want to be able to deal with the confrontation and truth. We also want to deal with the truth when you see someone using your trademark and you are at, in a position to send them a message and say, hey, I'm sure this wasn't intentional. I just want you to know that the program you called this or the framework you just created is a trademarked framework that I created. And something to keep in mind is the healthy state of the undefined or open solar plexus is about confronting the truth when necessary. It is about moving in and out of others' emotional waves without identifying with them or trying to play nice to avoid rocking the boat. 
again, I think it's just so important that we understand how something like ADHD combined with an undefined solar plexus impacts our decision-making within our brand and within our business. So something that you can start bringing awareness to is where is this decision actually coming from? If I lean back and say, oh God, it's not a big deal, whatever, they can use my words until they find their own, is that actually true? Or are you avoiding confrontation and truth? Is it actually true that you don't care? Or are you trying to play nice and leading a secret life trying to protect yourself from backlash of that person? And especially as a fourth line myself, and maybe you're a fourth line and you have an undefined solar plexus and ADHD, there is, I feel, this amplification of rejection sensitivity because the fourth line is so focused on networks and friendships and having a sphere of influence. And if you rock the boat, if you piss people off, if you have potential backlash, well, the not self voice is, do you lose your network? Do you lose your friends? Do you lose your influence? So we must be looking at, and this is individual for everyone's chart, how is this going to show up? We must be looking at the factors that are fueling our decisions and be honest with ourselves on what actually is fueling this decision. Because if you are making decisions in your business, such as either not creating trademarks or not enforcing trademarks because you're trying to play nice and you don't want people to not like you, you are holding on to that frustration as a generator or that anger as a manifester, that bitterness as a projector or that disappointment as a reflector. You're holding on to that in your body. And as you hold on to that in your body, your body keeps score. It's going to create disease. It's going to create pain. And it's ultimately going to come out at some point. So when we play nice, it's not that we just, oh, no big deal. I forgot about it. It's often trapped within the body, those emotions, and eventually we pay the price in one way or another for that. So looking at what is fueling my decisions is going to absolutely change the landscape of your business, your interactions with others, and you as a CEO. All right, and what, 20 minutes later, we will get into the second reason trademarks have been on my mind. And that is because I talk about Taylor Swift as being, in my mind, just a genius marketer. She is a genius businesswoman. I 100% believe there is not one move or decision made in her business that is not intentional. I believe absolutely everything she does is very intentional to create a viral brand, is very intentional to create a raving cult tribe that would buy a paper bag with her picture on it <laughs> if she sold it. I mean, the reality is everything Taylor touches turns to gold, turns to money-making gold, and that is intentional. You do not get to her size, to Beyonce's size, to Rihanna's size, with haphazardly slapping together a brand. At the end of the day, it's not necessarily their music that has created what they have. It's their genius marketers, their genius branding, and their genius business sense at the end of the day. There is a lot of talented people that will never make it to the upper echelons that they have. So 
I think she's a genius and I talk about her often in my courses as a genius marketer and using her as an example. And so now because I talk about Taylor Swift, now things are gonna get worse because my phone's nearby and I'm talking about her again. Because I talk about Taylor Swift, my Facebook feed is filled with suggested for me posts of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Now, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name because I'm not a football fan, but you would think I am based on my Facebook feed. So one of the things that crossed my eyes on my Facebook feed is that Travis Kelsey has submitted five new trademark requests for his name and catchphrases like, all right, nah. So let's break it down a little bit because what I'm seeing a lot of on my Facebook feed is people saying, oh, it's because of Taylor Swift. Of course, he's doing all these trademarks because now he's dating Taylor and she trademarks everything. So of course he's doing it now. And a lot of people speaking down on it and putting judgmental attitudes in the comments section of posts, basically blaming Taylor Swift for now why he's trademarking everything. So let's start with what's going on with Travis Kelsey. So he did a file in Ohio about trademarking certain terms for various merchandise, including bobbleheads, pins, jerseys, and more. His new trademarks are Travis Kelsey, Flight 87, All Right Nah, Kill a Trav, and Kelsey's Crunch. Now, from what I'm reading, Flight 87 is a nod to Kelsey's number 87 jersey, well, all right, nah is his signature catchphrase. Guys, you can trademark your signature catchphrase. I recommend you do. And Killatrav is apparently his username on Instagram. I don't follow him on Instagram. I'm going to take the word of the journalist that put this article together. And on top of that, what the journalist is claiming is that he is planning to release buttons, bobbleheads, posters, hats, hoodies, socks, sweatpants, sweaters, polo shirts, t-shirts, even cereal. And he has trademarked his full name, including descriptions for the sale of various merchandise items. Apparently, Chiefs fans can also look forward to a breakfast cereal from the two-time Super Bowl winner, according to the trademark for Kelsey's Crunch. Now, here's the thing I want to say. This is a savvy business move for Kelsey. His star power has skyrocketed since his romance with Taylor Swift. I know he was always popular from what I'm understanding in the football arena. However, when you're linked to Taylor Swift, that's a new level of fame. So his star power has skyrocketed. His business and brand has skyrocketed. People want to buy his stuff. I mean, everything she's touched in six degrees of separation of now in the football arena, the sales are going through the roof. This is smart business moves. I mean, what we're looking at is after Taylor Swift was spotted cheering on Kelsey for the first time on September 24th, the jersey sales spiked 400% according to different NFL e-commerce partners and reports. So Travis Kelsey was one of the top five selling NFL players and saw a nearly 400% spike in sales throughout the Fanatics network of sites, including nflshop.com. That is the report. That is what analytics are showing. So the fact that his jersey alone spiked 400%, it's smart to start looking at what else am I selling right now? At the end of the day, a personal brand is a business. And we, especially I find in the coaching and spiritual space, tend to disconnect ourselves from business decisions, whether it's because of our ADHD, right? And that rejection sensitivity, or whether it's because of our undefined solar plexus and this fear of confrontation and 
ultimately building a big brand, there is going to be confrontation. You're not going to get along with everyone. People will likely these days try to cancel you. Whatever the case may be, I find there's very often an avoidance of treating someone's business like a business. So this is a really smart business move. Did Taylor have a hand in this? Maybe, probably. I mean, if you're dating one of the most genius businesswomen in the world, I would assume some of her business sense is going to rub off on you. And that's something we can learn from Taylor Swift. She has, from what I've I look at her from a marketing and business perspective, not from a singer perspective. I don't listen to her music. However, this is someone that has the undefined solar plexus. She is an advisor, which is a projector. So in business, the terms are different just so it makes sense for someone that's not into spirituality. Telling, you know, ultimately telling someone that's a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you are a projector means basically nothing. Probably gonna confuse them more than anything. So Rotter, who created the BG5 language, so that it makes sense to people, so that you can work with CEOs, managers, Fortune 500 companies, et cetera, and it makes sense to them. So she is a projector, which is also called the advisor. She is a 5-1 profile. The profile is called public role in BG5, so that's the messenger authority, with a lot of openness. The woman only has the spleen at center and root defined and the ego. Three centers, lots of openness. She has the open solar plexus. And so this is someone ultimately that could as well avoid confrontation and truth. However, she makes a lot of decisions that are in service to her brand and in service to herself and her emotional well-being, the well-being of her nervous system and her goals in life that probably piss off a lot of people. Even the re-recording of her albums. I was reading an article the other day that apparently record agencies are now creating new contracts that prevent artists from doing what she's done for a certain term, certain amount of years. Again, I don't know how true that is. I'm not in the recording industry. However, the point here is what I see often is I can't do this because of my design. I can't do this because I'm a projector. I can't do this because I'm a manifesting generator. I can't do this because of my undefined solar plexus. And that's not true, first of all. Second, in bringing to light your habits, beliefs, behaviors that have so far been a result of maybe your ADHD, maybe your undefined solar plexus, and begin creating pathways to success. You are not doomed to fail because of your ADHD. You are not doomed to always be playing nice and avoiding confrontation and truth because of your undefined solar plexus. And at the same time, we have to pull our big girl panties up, as I typically say, and look at the things that are creating default pathways for our decisions that potentially do not serve us, do not serve our brand, and do not serve creating a life by design. As Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Now, what I'm going to leave you with today are seven ways the undefined solar plexus not self may express itself. And especially if you have ADHD, I'd love for you to start looking at how do those two play a role in your decisions within your business and within your brand? And it allows you to also see where maybe your ADHD symptoms are being amplified by your undefined solar plexus. All right, let's do this. The undefined solar plexus center, not self. One, unable to confront because of the fear of what might happen. 
There's this nervousness about the desire for an experience and what might happen. This fear of dreaming, because if they dream and it doesn't happen, they will feel the pain of disappointment. And I want you to think back to what I was speaking about in terms of the rejection sensitivity. Two, fear that they will not experience the spirit of life. If it wouldn't have worked anyway, what's the point? Is the voice of the not self. There's this fear that they will not experience deep passion and fear that they will experience pain. Fear of not having anything to be passionate about or fear of not having someone to love. Three, afraid of rejection. Again, going back to what I was saying previously about rejection sensitivity. So afraid of rejection, unpredictability, and consequences. Tendency to avoid unpredictable situations. This, I don't want to fall in love because I'm afraid that it will leave me feeling empty. I don't want to argue these principles because I know they won't accept it anyway. That's all coming from the mind. And I want you to also feel into, if you have ADHD, this inner battle. So this was me. I'd have these impulsive jumps that I would take. I would take a lot of risk and be very impulsive in my decisions, which is a strength in entrepreneurship often, the ability to make decisions fast and willingness to take risk. In fact, in Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talks about that. The ability to make decisions fast is more likely to lead to success. And I want you to start to feel into that inner battle of this fear of unpredictability, this fear of impulsivity, but also this tendency towards impulsivity and unpredictability or unpredictable actions due to the ADHD. And how does that create inner turmoil or inner stress when you're walking this line, this constant maybe back and forth line without realizing it between this fear of unpredictability, impulsivity, and also this tendency towards it. So when we're looking at point three as well, the mind says it never would have worked anyway. So why would you bother? They would not have loved you anyway, so why would you bother? So that is going to be the voice of the not self. Four, fear of intimacy. And this is the ultimate confrontation. Now, this was a big story in my life after my first long-term relationship fell apart. I was in university. There was this, fine, I don't need anyone. I'm going to do it all on my own. I don't need anyone. Because it's true, this Fear of intimacy, intimacy is the ultimate confrontation. So there's this fear of being found out that another will see below the surface. And then again, can you see how this thread of rejection sensitivity is so prevalent in the undefined or open solar plexus? So there's this fear you're going to be found out and someone's going to reject you. No one really knows you well because again, you're kind of living this double life to protect yourself and not rock the boat. And there's this, almost this avoidance of true relationship with others. The not self will establish this phony persona to protect itself from truth and to protect itself from rejection. Number five, this fear of being forced to conform to tradition. So the not self is going to say, if I get married, then certain traditions will be expected of me in that role. So I'm just not going to get married. Number six, there's this fear being ignored or of the silent treatment, afraid of no one listening. And this one can be amplified based on certain specific aspects of your design, of course. And there's this fear that there's nothing worth listening to. And we can see how this might play out say in someone with an undefined ego and undefined solar plexus, right? So there's this fear of being ignored. So now they're 
overexerting themselves, trying to prove themselves through the undefined ego to show others that they're worthy of their love, right? And then again, this back and forth internal struggle of, well, I have this fear of intimacy. I don't really want to get close to others, but I want to prove myself and I want to prove I'm good enough and I don't want people to ignore me and I want to be a part of the tribe, especially if you have a lot of tribal circuitry or you're a fourth line. And so there's this real internal struggle when we start to look at the aspects of your design and how it plays into the ADHD brain as well. And number seven, fear of inadequacy. So the undefined solar plexus will avoid things or continually try to compensate for their perceived inadequacies. There's a very real fear of crisis or of experiences going bad. So you essentially start to avoid it, right? Again, we see all these kind of interplay of, well, then if it's going to fail anyway, why even bother? And that can also become a self-sabotage pattern of people who make decisions in business based on these factors, based on the belief it's going to fail anyway, based on the belief they're going to be rejected anyway, based on this fear of inadequacy, they start to make decisions in business based off of self-sabotage patterns. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because they half-ass it, they don't really show up, say, for the launch, so the launch doesn't go well, and then it proves that it didn't work, or we perceive that it proved it wouldn't work. It proved that we're not good enough. It proved that we shouldn't be intimate with others, or we, et cetera, et cetera, right? We could go all day with that. So we also create these self-fulfilling prophecies when we're allowing the not-self to lead us with this subconscious narrative that is driving our decisions in our business and our life. All right, so that's what I have for you guys today. What I would love for you to start pulling apart is how is your undefined solar plexus not self currently driving your decisions in business? And where is that interplay between ADHD and the undefined solar plexus? Because I find there is a lot of overlap here. Now, I do, I wanna be very clear on this because I don't want anyone to misunderstand this episode or my position on this. I do not believe that those with an undefined or open solar plexus have ADHD. I do not believe there's a correlation in that. And I believe absolutely there are ways that the defined solar plexus expresses ADHD in consistent ways. So I just wanted to make sure it was very clear that I'm not insinuating that ADHD itself is linked to or an extension of someone having an undefined or open solar plexus. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm looking at is how the solar plexus operates in a healthy and unhealthy state, how the narrative of the not self of the solar plexus impacts us and especially our decisions in business and the interplay of that with the ADHD and how that might be magnifying your ADHD symptoms experiencing both at once. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are interested in deconditioning offers, you can reach out to support at ashleybriannaeve.com or you can go through my website, ashleybriannaeve.com and send me an email. These offers tend to sell out and fill up without a sales page. So I don't have a sales page. It's a conversation I open up with people that are interested in going on the deconditioning journey. I will say the deconditioning journey is a commitment of minimum six months because this isn't a quick, fi quick fix. It isn't something that I want you to expect overnight results with. This is a true deconditioning journey and bringing you back to who you were always meant to be, understanding ADHD and how it's impacting you based on your body graph, 
and then creating plans moving forward so that you can be successful in life and business despite the ADHD, where it's not going to be holding you back, where it's not going to be driving your decisions in a way that negatively impacts you and also bring light to the ways it's interplaying with your openness. So if that does interest you, again, support at ashleybrannateve.com or ashleybrannateve.com and just send an inquiry through the contact page. And I would love to speak to you and see how I can serve you in that space. Otherwise, if you found this episode helpful, I know someone else in your network that is struggling with ADHD will also find this helpful. So please take a screenshot and share on your favorite app. If you share over on Instagram, please give me a tag at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye guys.